Hey, video game fans. I'm Ben Bertoli. And I'm Push Dustin. And this is Memory Card. And we are back with our second episode for season two. It's the season of giving, and I got you the best gift of all. Oh, really? What'd you get me? A brand new episode. So you're giving me a video game history lesson as a gift. Yeah, it's like the best gift ever. I kind of wanted to switch light this year, but to be honest, that is actually a pretty good gift for me. I thought you might like it. So what's it all about? Let's boot up episode two and find out. Today we will be talking about Rampage! <laughs> the perfect game for the holidays. Yes. When your uh, in-laws are at your house and you just feel a certain type of rampage, this episode has got your back. Perfect. Actually, I thought that we would um, talk about our own personal rampage story. So, Ben, what is a time that you have actually went on a rampage? Let's see. Uh, you know, I've never really been in an actual, like, fight. But in first grade, there was a kid who was, was pushing around my friends. We were waiting in line for something. I, I remember we were outside. It might have been a recess time. Mm -hmm. And I, I just turned around and I popped him right in the nose. Oh. And uh, yeah, he, he didn't mess with my friends anymore. And um, I don't think he even told on me. <laughs> that was probably one of the only times I've ever uh, gone on a rampage, as it were. I'm pretty, I'm pretty calm and collect. What about, what about you, Push? You ever lost it on somebody? <laughs> The um, this is probably a little bit embarrassing to tell, but um, when I was I think eight or nine years old, my sister used to pick on me quite a bit. My older sister, mm -hmm. and I think one time she was like sitting on me, and <laughs> I just like finally lost it. And I punched her in the face. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we have that in common. <laughs> I was like so overwhelmed with emotion that I ran away. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to my neighbor's house and I was like shaken. Like I was like, I don't know. I, I just punched her in the face and just <laughs> ran away. Like I don't know what I did. <laughs> oh man, no, no presents that year for Christmas. <laughs> my parents weren't that mad because you know. <laughs> Let's go ahead and actually start talking about Rampage. So, Rampage is an arcade game, and before we get into the game, I thought we'd talk a little bit about Midway games. Okay. I was, I'm actually very interested in Midway games. Do you know anything about them? I really don't. I mean, I know that they've had some classic series over the years, but I have no idea how they were started or where they were started. So clue me in. Okay. Actually, it started out as Midway Manufacturing Co. And it began in 1958. And they started making amusement equipment. So like, you know, you know, the bells and stuff. Oh, I gotcha. In 1969, they were actually purchased by Bali. And um, at the time, they were a leader in making slot machines. Then they, you know, they got into like arcade games such as like the simulated shootouts, um, the puck bowling. That's where Midway really excelled. So throughout the 70s, Midway was very close to another company called Taito, which you may know from like Space Invaders. And they actually licensed their games in the, U in the United States. So they really started out more as like entertainment that wasn't video games? Yeah. And then they started out licensing um, Japanese companies in the U.S., and then they started making their own. Huh. Cool. In um, 1977, they actually released the Bali Home Library Computer, which was later renamed to the Bali Astrocade. 
which is the only uh, home console that Midway has ever made. Oh, wow. In 1978, they got the rights for Space Invaders, which was a huge success. It's, it was already very big in, the, in Japan, and it kind of swept America under the Space Invaders craze as well. Then later, they got uh, Namco's Pac-Man, and they also made that unauthorized sequel, Miss Pac-Man. Oh, it was unauthorized? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably another episode that we can talk all about. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like there's like some big legal battle going on right now over Mrs. Pac-Man, right? Yeah, there is actually, I think Atari owns it right now. Right. I think that might be the reason why there's no Ms. Pac-Man. In Smash? Yeah, in Smash Bros, like an, as an alternate skin, because that'd be such, a, such an easy one to do. Oh, yeah, it'd be so easy. Anyway, uh, in 1982, um, Bally merged its pinball division with Mid- Midway to form Bally Midway Manufacturing Division. And then in 1988, another company called Williams Electronic Games purchased both Bally and Midway. When they obtained Bally Midway, they only kept two game designers, and that was Brian Collin and Jeff Newham, um, the creators of Rampage. Aha, we've tied it back in. Yes. Now, didn't Midway, I'm trying to think of the games that I know them for. Obviously, Rampage is a big one. But didn't they also do Mortal Kombat? Yep, they did Mortal Kombat. And? Uh, the Adams Family. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was the one I was going to think of. <laughs> I was thinking of NBA Jam. I think they also did that one, too. Oh, yeah. Wasn't really my, wasn't really my scene, the Mortal Kombat stuff. Um, I just remember like playing all the Mortal Kombat games as a kid. Actually, um, the only time I, I ever got in trouble at school was um, I refereed a, a Mortal Kombat fight. <laughs> wait a mortal Kombat fight of real human beings yeah yeah like we were like you know pretend that we're in mortal Kombat and we're fighting and i was the ref so i'd be like round one begin <laughs> <laughs> i do have, uh, i have a quick story that's slightly related and that is my brothers and i used to do like these big fake choreographed fights on our trampoline yep and i thought it would be a great idea if i got paper plates and covered them in ketchup Okay. And put them put them around the edge of the trampoline so we could, if we landed on them or near them it would look like we were bloody. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept coming in the house just covered in ketchup and my parents uh eventually put a stop to that. <laughs> Wasn't there ketchup all over the trampoline as well? Yeah, yeah. But they didn't see I didn't, you know, bring that in the house. So, but yeah, I had to hose I had to hose it down and hose myself down. <laughs> but good memories. The next um, thing I wanted to talk about was actually Brian Collin and Jeff Newman, the, the creators of Rampage. Okay. Brian Collin, he, he studied animation and film, and he graduated in 1982. And after graduating, he worked a couple of jobs here and there, but he had trouble finding something with a stable income. So he saw an ad for Bally Midway request an animator and was intrigued. And actually, at the time, Brian said that his childhood was over as he had a, a normal 9-to-5 job. It's like, I'm just, I'm just an adult now. <laughs> <laughs> Was was he a 3D animator or a, like a 2D like cartoon yeah. animation? Yeah, cartoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, initially Brian thought that his job would be to design ads or the backs of uh, pin- pinball cabinets, but when he actually joined the team, he actually exceeded his expectations and he fell in love with the job. Did he end up doing those things or was it something else? He actually did do some of those things, and then he also started working on the graphics within the games. Oh, okay. And then management actually left the team alone for the most part and they continued to work on licensed products like i think they worked on tron during that time and then eventually uh, brian went to a trade show where he saw like other companies had like animated backgrounds and he really wanted to create a game where he could animate backgrounds but at the time midway said that their hardware wouldn't support that like their arcade hardware 
yeah, the arcade hardware wouldn't support that and it wasn't possible. So Brian kind of challenged himself to create a game where backgrounds would animate and that is the basis of Rampage. So when Brian Collin originally designed Rampage, the bosses at Midway said no. And, And that's because they thought that playing the bad guy was something that wouldn't really sell in arcades. They don't know the kids that tend to show up to arcades. Yeah, yeah, the, the punks. <laughs> uh-huh. But the the management was actually laid off pretty shortly after that. And Colin had a meeting with the new president, Murray uh, Fershen, and he pitched Rampage. Murray accepted it, and it started working on it with a programmer named Jeff Newman. Newman. The reason that the Rampage came out of that idea of animating the backgrounds was because they found out they could animate like rectangles. And with rectangles, they could make them go up and down. They quickly landed on the idea that the rectangles would be buildings that the players could destroy. Oh, okay. And then what would destroy the, those buildings is oversized monsters. So the buildings that you could destroy in the game were still considered part of the background? Yep. So Rampage was first released in October 1986, and it was released as a conversion kit for Star Guards as Rampage. <laughs> I take it Star Guard uh, wasn't doing so hot? Yeah, I don't think so. That's a pretty common thing back in the arcade days, right? Just if it's not selling, we transform it. Yeah. That happened with the original Donkey Kong, right? Yeah, it didn't make sense to just um, throw away all that hardware. Right. Just toss it in the wood chipper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That'd be so painful. (laughs) So Rampage gets uh, converted over. And it features, um, at first, three monsters. There's George, the giant gorilla. Okay. Ralph, a giant werewolf. And Lizzie... (laughs) <laughs> a giant dinosaur that kind of resembles Godzilla. Of course. Where, where does Ralph come from? Like you're Ralphing down your food or? Yeah, I'm not sure. It kind of sounds like Woof, Rolf, Ralph. <laughs> George is obviously based off uh, King Kong and Lizzie's based off of Godzilla and Ralph. Well, I wonder if George isn't named, isn't like a, a Curious George reference. I don't know. Monkey, Monkey Gorilla, maybe. George of the Jungle also. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's probably it. And then um, I think with Ralph, the, the giant werewolf, initially it was created as a color swap between George. Oh. Because George and Ralph actually share the same body. The three monsters were actually humans in the game, and they were transformed into them. How did you win the game? The monsters, they can climb onto any, any of these buildings, and they punch the buildings. And once they punch them enough, they will, uh, the buildings will actually start to crumble. Mm-hmm. And there's various people that can be punched or grab and uh, food. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just the thought of punching a tiny person is... I shouldn't laugh, but... <laughs> the players' monsters, they can receive damage from enemies, uh, the, from the bullets, sticks of dynamite, shells, uh, punches from other monsters, or falls. So this is like a co-op game where you're working together to destroy the city. Yeah, it's a three-player co-op game, but you can actually still damage each other. I was going to say, I feel like I remember playing it and you could actually hurt each other. Uh, damage is recovered by eating various food. If it takes too much damage, then it transforms back into a human. And if you're in a human state, then another monster can eat you. Oh gosh, my biggest fear. When they're in human form, they're always, they're always in their, um, their underwear. As most humans are after, after transforming. Yeah. Each monster actually has a particular person that they get an extra bonus with. So if George holds a woman in a red dress, he'll get more points. Oh, I see. And if Lizzie holds the middle-aged man, she gets more points. And if <laughs> Ralph holds the businessman, he gets more points. <laughs> That's interesting. And also, if you hold on to the person for too long, they will punch you, and you'll lose control of the monster, 
So like the little the little individual people, right? Yeah. There's just a lot of punching. <laughs> so are there levels per se? Like it's like, hey, beat up Midtown Manhattan and then it's like beat up LA or is it just different parts of the same city? No, it's actually different cities and the game actually starts off in San Jose, California. Mm -hmm. And it goes all the way through the US and ends up in Los Angeles, California. Actually, oh, it goes wow. through um, two Canadian provinces and 43 United <laughs> States states. 43? 43. Is so that there's... many levels? Or they just travel through it? I think there's like 768 different levels. What? That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, most of them are just pretty much the same with... Like different buildings <laughs> and different spots. Can you think of what states were spared from the rampage? Okay. What are the most boring states? I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> Delaware? That's one of them, yep. <laughs> Wyoming? <laughs> Wyoming's not one of them. Wyoming's Shoot. in the game. Shoot! Okay, let me just guess a few more here. Uh, Maryland? Maryland's there. Oh. Um, North Dakota? North Dakota is there. Ah, Alright, well, what are the ones that didn't get beat up? Connecticut, Delaware, Mississippi, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, South Carolina, and Vermont. Man, Vermont needs a good beating. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why but i just feel like they might the teams they thought that by adding real life locations it would help out with the game's marketing hmm. and they actually sent out press releases to newspapers saying that the city was uh set for destruction <laughs> i'm sure that went over well it's gonna be like uh war of the worlds people actually freaking out oh my gosh <laughs> oh my god giant monsters are coming within the first week they realized the success of the game and they had the team add even more levels, which is where they get the 768. And this was in 1986, you said? 1986, yep. So what, what was next for, the, for Rampage after this initial success? Well, it got a ton of ports, like it came out on various consoles, and um, the, actually the Atari Linux version added a fourth monster, which is a giant rat named Larry. <laughs> of course. We'll get to it later, but Larry actually makes an appearance in um, the Rampage movie. Really? Yeah. Heyo, folks. We're putting this episode on pause for a moment to reveal how you can help Memory Card. If you're enjoying the show and you'd like to support our gaming history endeavors, you should consider pledging a dollar or two to our Patreon. For a single dollar a month, you'll receive special updates and be given the option of ad-free episodes. You won't have to hear this ad, the one that you're currently listening to, ever again. For $2 a month, you'll become an official member of Club 251 which gives listeners access to exclusive bonus content and detailed transcripts via our memory card website. Every little bit pledged helps us improve the show and grow memory card into something even more wonderful. Find out more on the support section of our website or at patreon.com backslash memcard. That's patreon.com backslash M-E-M-C-A-R-D. Now, back to the show. In 1992, Colin and Newman, they started their own company called Game Refugee, and they went to work on Rampage World Tour and a couple of other arcade games. I feel like Rampage World Tour is the one that I've played the most. That's actually the one that I played the most as well. Yeah. I played it on the N64. Yeah. Uh, we had a local bowling alley where I grew up that had Rampage World Tour, and I distinctly remember playing it. Uh, oh, one more thing. Um... The monsters in the original game, they're actually inspired by Colin and Jeff. So Colin is George, Colin's wife is Lizzie, and Jeff Newman is Ralph the Wolf. 
But like inspired in what way? Like their physique or their attitude? Or... Yeah, like their um their personal sprites. Like when they're when they're human, those sprites. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I was gonna say they don't really uh don't really resemble human features. Newman said that in the original Rampage, the last city that you destroyed was Plano, Plano, Illinois. It's because he lived in Plano when he did when he made that game. <laughs> nice. And then when he did um, Rampage World Tour, he lived in Hinkley at the time, and that's the last city that you destroy in World Tour, except for the moon. Destroyed the moon where he lived at the time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they made a, also made a Rampage 2 Universal Tour in 1999, Rampage Tour Through Time in 2000, Rampage Puzzle Attack, of course, in 2001, <laughs> and then Rampage Total Destruction in 2006. Okay. In 2015, Lego Dimensions, there was a Rampage City, uh, which can be found in Midway Arcade World. It's uh, here where the gamer kid can turn into George the Gorilla. Cool. I think I actually have that set. I don't think I've ever played it in Lego Dimensions, but I, I have the gamer guy set. Oh. Well, the next thing I want to talk about is the wonderful Rampage movie. And to talk about that, we have Dwayne The Rock Johnson on the line. Dwayne, can you hear us? Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I was totally gonna go for like a bit where we lost, like, didn't have a good connection with him. But I'm so glad that he's here. <laughs> All right. So tell us about the Rampage movie push. I saw it just a couple days ago, and I was actually impressed with how not bad it was. It's I don't know if "not bad" is the right term. I feel like the Rampage movie, which I watched one lazy summer afternoon with my wife. Yeah. It's one of those like so bad it's good i feel like it's a good one like just gather around with your friends you know mm. get some snacks and drinks and just make fun mm -hmm. of it as it goes it is i mean it's a very entertaining movie but like as far as like video game movies go like how are you gonna make a movie about rampage <laughs> <laughs> right like now, that was my first thought when i saw the trailers i was like really rampage of all the things like i thought the route that it did was the only way that it would make sense <laughs> yeah like, I can't imagine, yeah. like, them sticking even closer to the original material because, like, how? <laughs> <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to make the monsters, like, some kind of anti-heroes if you were going to go that route. Which they sort of did yeah. with the gorilla with George. Yeah, the wolf and, and the lizard were just big jerks throughout the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, the lizard was like a crocodile, right? They had to kind of change it up? Yeah, it was like more like, it, it looked more like a crocodile and more like Godzilla than I thought. Yeah, I really thought they would go for more of a, like, upright, but it was just a big old, a big old crack. So what's, uh, you want to run me through the, the plot here? I mean, I've seen it, but just in case someone hasn't. So the general plot is it starts, it, it stars The Rock. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's all you gotta know. <laughs> the Rock's character, he it works in, like, a primate uh, conservation area, and he's taking care of a bunch of uh, mm -hmm. big old gorillas. And there's a freak accident in space. As there's known to be. And those, uh, th those experiments from space, they come crash landed on Earth. And the places where they land is the conservation. George the gorilla, he goes ahead and checks out this, uh, this crash landing and gets infected with this virus. And he starts to grow and get super strength at an uh, unprecedented rate. And so him and the rock can talk like via like uh, sign, sign language, right? Yeah, via sign language. Yeah, they're they're like best friends, and um, George keeps on like flicking the rock off. 
That naughty monkey. Yeah. And so then the other um, bad space gas lands like in a wolf sanctuary and then also in Louisiana or something. In the middle of a, of a pond or something like that. And like they, they forget about the lizard for like half the movie. Lizzie is kind of like the big reveal. That, well, they just show it like swimming. They're like, oh, some, there's something big down there. But then I think the bad guys are just the people who did the space accident, right? Like trying to cover up their tracks, basically. Cover up their tracks, and they're also trying to blame this um, the scientist lady. Uh, yeah, and it's called like Project Rampage, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called Project Rampage, and they have a Rampage arcade machine in their headquarters. They do, which is super meta. Yeah, I was just like... My head almost exploded. <laughs> I kind of want to make a sequel where they are uh, the bad guys are inspired by this film <laughs> <laughs> they're watching rampage on dvd yeah yeah they're watching rampage on dvd the scene that it'll show in that movie in this new movie is um where they show the arcade <laughs> so it just keeps on building upon itself <laughs> that, that'll be rampage world tour the movie yeah and then it just <laughs> never ends and they have they have world tour they have the puzzle <laughs> the puzzle movie <laughs> I want the Rampage, um, the um, Rampage Cinematic Universe. I would pay lots of money to see The Rock just keep taking on bigger and bigger uh, an- animals. Just think of all the different animals that you could rampage. Oh, yeah. Larry's at the very beginning. Larry the Rat. Oh, he is? Yeah, yeah, at the very beginning on the spaceship. Oh. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. That's like an official callback. Oh, because does he get mutated? Yeah, yeah, he's he's the rat on the spaceship that like causes the whole rampage. Oh man, yeah, I had no idea. Then uh, Dave and Buster's comes and was like, "Hey, we want to help promote your game uh, movie." So th- in the trailers for Rampage, they very obviously feature Dave and Buster's, and then Dave and Buster's uh, they worked with a company called Adrenaline Amusements to make a Rampage arcade game. So how was this Rampage? arcade game different from the originals it's pretty much exactly the same it just features the graphics from the movies it, it looks awful to be honest <laughs> <laughs> and um colin and um jeff they weren't involved with the game at all here is the um the official was it catch copy adrenaline amusements rampage arcade game features three-player mayhem and endless destruction players can embody classic characters ralph lizzie and george but with updated visuals from the new movie. Set in Chicago, the monsters can undergo a three-stage evolution thanks to bonuses and endless levels. There is no stop in Rampage Furry on the city. Fun references to the original arcade game, including the lady with red dress and electric signs, pay tribute to the game's widespread appeal. And, uh, and that's the end of Rampage for now, right? We haven't heard anything. Yeah, and ever since then, um, it has, hasn't been updated. There has been no new games. It's been re-released in like arcade collections, but they haven't made um, a Galaxy Destruction or, you know, (laughs) wherever they're going to take the series next. And that's the story of Rampage. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. We'd like to give a special shout out to talented chiptune composer Jamatar, who has once again allowed us to use his track Midori as opening and closing music. 
You can find more of his banging beats by searching Jamatar, that's J-A-M-A-T-A-R, on Spotify or visiting Jamatar.com. If you have any feedback on the podcast or want to recommend a topic, feel free to reach out to us via Twitter, at MemCardShow, or on our website, MemoryCardShow.com. And if you'd like to follow Ben and I, we can be found at SuperBentendo and Push Dustin, respectively. Have you considered supporting Memory Card on Patreon? Because you should. Join the growing list of awesome people like Jackson Bertoli, Taylor Bias, Cody Sam, Michael Strickland, Tyler Davis, Harrison, and Courtney Cotton. All of our Patreon info can be found on the support section of our website or on patreon.com backslash memcard. We'll be back very soon with some more gaming history goodness, so be sure to subscribe. We'll see you soon. Later. Later. That's the sound sound of me punching. Punching small humans. That's my monster voice.